Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. Welcome back to our second to last episode before our season finale. Wow. Already. Um, this is our second part of our discussion on Mike Flanagan. We are going to be talking Hill House, Bly Manor, Midnight Mass. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that is, we're just going to kind of jump in. Um, I will say I did have a pick of the week ready, so I'm going to tell you anyways. Oh, okay. Um, I watched The Package yesterday as well. <laughs> Not How was related. that? Oh, so funny. Okay. It is so funny. Um, so Eduardo Franco's in it. Mm-hmm. So, it's so funny. I, he's another one who's everything I'm trying to like work through right now, like movie wise. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's on Netflix. It was funny. It was good. I mean, obviously the whole point of the movie is he Sweet. accidentally cuts his package off and they're camping and it's just it's a hoot if you're looking for a comedy that's my my pick real quick okay cool noted i'll have to check it out i've heard of it but i haven't and actually my seen drink it. of the week is a peachy keen monster i love that one wait is that the like ultra yeah peachy i love that that one and the ultra rosa are my favorite monsters I'm not a monster drinker. Like, I'm pretty loyal to Red Bull, but I wanted a flavor that didn't have sugar, and I saw this today, so that's why we ended up with it. Yeah. Um, Some monster tastes like radioactive waste, right? Yeah. Um, It's, like, more intense than Red Bull. Um, Yeah. So, like, if you ask me if I want a Red Bull or a monster, just, like, the regular ones, I would probably pick Red Bull, but... um, I like all the monster flavors. They're good. Anyway. They are. I think I'm just a loyalist to Red Bull. Um, Did you have, is there anything that you are drinking or a pick you want to plug really quick before we dive in? I have water. Amazing. Because I'm a thirsty bitch and um, I'm trying to wash down the elote dip that Taylor (gasps) made and gave some to me. It is. He made it? It's so good. I want it. I'm so (laughs) upset. You know, I love corn. I love corn. I loved corn before. I loved that kid. No. (laughs) I loved corn before the kid made the song. Yeah. Like, I heard that song and I was like, me too, little guy. Like, yeah. That's how I feel about corn as well. If you were to have asked my first ex, Michael... Um, he would tell you about how I kept going downstairs when he was living in DeKalb to go to uh-huh. Cornfest and I kept getting more corn. And he'd corn. be like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'll be right back. And I would just come back with more corn. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're running over. <laughs> yeah. And then I would like rotate no, between like, just like the corn or like the elote. And I was just like, oh, corn. I just love it. It's so good. Um, that's also so, yeah, the that's... special at DC Cobb right now. What? Elote is also the special right now. Like, they have all the special dishes with it right now. Ah. Ugh. So good. We've been making this dip, like, nonstop. 
and can you send me the recipe uh, definitely yeah yes it's all like measure with your heart but i love it it's basically just corn mayo sour cream red onion um what else cilantro (gasps) tahine you know (gasps) um it's really really good highly recommend Um, yeah I'll, I'll post the recipe on our Instagram story. Um, Amazing. But yeah, also, delicious. If I have not yet, if I have not, by the time this comes out, not posted my Stranger Things shoes, someone please yell at me. Okay. Um, because I keep, I'm like, I gotta post it, and I keep forgetting. So that's telling you guys right now. Um, but yeah, that is kind of, we're kind of wanted to jump right into it. Um, that's my pick of the week. Corn. Perfect. <laughs> Corn. I mean, oh, so vodka. Vodka. Yes. Um. I am so excited for this month of September. Why? Um, Joe Curie's new album comes out this month. My nice. Fox album comes out this month. Um. There was other things I was excited about. It's like the start of spooky season. Yes. September so equals Halloween. Like, that's yes. it. Oh, my Stranger Things season four cassette tape gets here. Nice. Because that is, and I also got Joe Keery's new album on a cassette as well, because that was an option. Oh, sweet. And my Stranger Things Oracle cards also come this month. So wow. I'll do a reading is... for Cami on Instagram Live. for you guys. <laughs> It'll be great. I'm so excited. But no, I'm just excited. I just, I love the continuation of spooky things. And that's, it's just a great time. And I'm so excited. Just like um, Mike Flanagan. And he did, um, I mentioned it last episode, but he did the Fall of the House of Usher, which is Uh a mini series. I'm super excited for that. Hell Um, yeah. I mean, it's got Mark Hamill, Willa Fitzgerald. Henry Thomas. Henry Kate Thomas. Um, of course, Kate Annabeth. Siegel's in it. <laughs> is it, how do you say her last name? So it's Annabeth, is it Gish? Spell it. G-I-S-H. Gish, yeah. Gish, right? Yeah, she's she's in a lot of Mike Flanagan stuff too, and she's in it again. Um, my favorite, favorite character from Midnight Mass is also in it. I'm very excited. Who? The sheriff. Oh. So, admittedly, Kaylee and I have both not finished um, The Haunting Bly of Bly Manor. Manor. <laughs> uh, we were supposed to, and we've had this episode. I'm calling us both out right now. <laughs> because oh, please do. You're we have had this episode planned. Like, we have shoved this episode from season to season, I think, twice now. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. we, we wanted to do this, like, several months ago. It's like, we were we like, oh, we haven't finished time. it. We haven't watched it. We haven't finished it. And we just kept bumping it to the next season, to the next season. And um, we're still sitting here having not finished one of the series. Um, I've seen, like, half of it. So I'll talk about what I have seen so far. But um, I think I watched the first episode when it aired. Okay. Um, but I have watched Midnight Mass more than once. Have you? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you are a depressing person. We, <laughs> we talked about this earlier. I'm I'm totally kidding, but like, no, not that really, was that because was really like, funny. You like no, that was that really is, funny. That's wild to me. <laughs> um, crazy pants, like. I watched that and I was like, I'm, I'm that, I am not going to put my eyeballs on Midnight Mass for (laughs) years. It was so, it's like, maybe I'm just not as like in touch with my emotions as you are. I'm I'm like, that was too much. Um, Maybe we'll just work our way backwards. Should we talk about Midnight Mass first? Yeah, no, I think that'll be the story. Let's do it. So, yes, Midnight Mass. I'm just going to give us our quick little rundown, as I always do. So, Midnight Mass came out last year. So, in 2021, it was rated MA. And it the, the full runtime is 7 hours and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the little synopsis is an isolated island community experiences miraculous events and frightening omens after the arrival of a charismatic, mysterious young priest. Yes, it's true. It um, yeah. was so good. So good. It is a slow burn to start. Like, it's not, it does not, I will say it, at least in my opinion, it does not suck you in in that first episode. You kind of have to get through the first two and then it really pays off. Absolutely. It is the closest thing to Stephen King that Stephen King didn't actually have anything to do with that 100%. I've ever seen in my life. Um, 100%. It is beautifully done. Um, it's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of monologue. And if you're not into that or that's going to bother you, you might not like it if you haven't seen Midnight Mass already. But we're probably going to spoil it in this episode. So maybe don't listen to it (laughs) until you've seen Maybe if I remember, I'll tell you what time to jump to to get to the other things. Yeah, sure. (laughs) If I remember. (laughs) We'll do that. Um, but yeah, I, um... Some of the, like, I don't cry. What? At movies very often. Oh, okay. Um, or television or whatever. Like, I don't, I'm kind of, lately I have, and I don't know if I just, like, turn 30 and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, like, I cry now. Like, this is who I am. But I, the, the last episode of Midnight Mass had me, like, quietly sobbing on the other side of the couch from Taylor and I didn't want him to see me crying because he like doesn't cry (laughs) sure I'm like sitting there like tears it it was just so good and like if you if you if you're gonna watch the show and you're really gonna take like the words that you're hearing to heart and you're really going to like process them um, and not just like hear them, but really like listen, you know, um, you're going to have a great time and you're going to, you're probably going to cry a lot. It was um, an emotional roller coaster, and it's like a fucking vampire show, you know? Cammy. Right? Yes. <laughs> What? I, nothing. I was, I was being facetious when I said your name. Oh. Yep. (laughs) You know, like where it's just like, stop it. You're ruining it. You're spoiling it. Oh, sorry. No, my gosh. I was, 
again being facetious i was it didn't it didn't play over i get it i'm sorry um, <laughs> oh, i it's having it tied into religious elements to mm-hmm. me el- almost elevated it for me um, okay so each episode is titled with it's like book one through seven. So the first one is Genesis, which is the first book of the Bible. Yeah. And then book two is Psalms, which is like all the songs and poems in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And then book three is Proverbs, which is another book in the Bible. Um, and then book four is Lamentations, which is talked about in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through all of them. Um, and then obviously book five is gospel. So obviously that's pretty churchy if you ask me. Um, and that episode is actually where they're preparing for Good Friday. Yes. And then the, and then acts of the apostles. Mm-hmm. And then the very last one is um, Revelation, which yeah. the last book of the last book of the Bible is Revelations. So, and that is um, that book of the Bible is kind of really scary yeah because it's like about like end of days um so yeah no if you ever want to get into the scary parts that's that's it and and not not the other scary parts of the bible but like the the world is ending parts yes that's that book um you know it's the it's oh my gosh whew, just so many words to say just they all just got to the front of my mouth and said boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> so it's it the the big catalyst of it is that um there's a new priest in town and then also riley flynn returns home after um you know after he kills somebody yes in a car accident mm-hmm. so there's this the family's a little bit dysfunctional there's familiar faces there's all this other stuff and how at first I didn't know how I felt about like so the woman that he like killed she like shows up to him and Mm -hmm. like the way that the lights flash off of her face when she's like standing in the room like she's not there but like is there yeah it is so trippy it is and it I didn't get it the first time I watched it that it was like kind of like the glass in her face kind of reflecting it like I just thought she was glitching yeah, well, I mean, it, I I took it as it's the, um, the the police car lights. Yeah, like yeah, was, well, that's yeah, that's reflecting in her face. Yes, that's what I I thought she was glitching like a computer. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And then the sec on the second watch, I was like, oh, it's the police lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's um. It was the only the only time he saw her face and. That was what it looked like, and it just won't leave, and she's really, like, he's waking up to these, like, terrible nightmares where he's seeing her face, like, every single night whenever he sleeps. Um, and he was in he was in prison for several years. It was, like, eight, yeah. ten years. It was a long time. Um, and, yeah, a bunch of spooky crap happens, and, um basically everybody in the town starts who goes to church at the catholic church um same starts yeah starts aging backwards 
um, after this new priest shows up. Everybody's getting stronger. Um, there's Healing. a girl, a girl who was paralyzed in an accident, um, who can walk again. Um, and yeah, it's, and it's called midnight mass. Cause again, with the vampire. So the new priest that's in town can't be in the sun. So he mm-hmm. has to be preaching at night. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really do want to say that they handled it really well when they were, cause they brought up other religions or other religious beliefs. Yeah. On the Island. Absolutely. And because there weren't very many. No, um, but there's, but there still were, it wasn't like everybody was going to St. Patrick's. Like I yeah. thought that that was, I, I, I thought that was really a smart thing to do because it's true. Even in a small community, not every single person is going to be in the same church. Yeah. And, um, especially with a community that small going to church, isn't just like a religious experience. It is, you are going to church to keep up appearances. You are going to see people. You're going to see your friends, uh, your family. You're going to, if you're a Methodist, eat coffee and donuts afterward and, and hang out for a while. Um, <laughs> that's Presbyterian too. Yeah, like there are the you know those specific sects of of Christianity that are just this is hangout time and also God time. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you have the typical evil religious Stephen King style lady who's oh. just a total oh. bitch. She's so mean. Bev, I hate her. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. I was like, I, mm, I wanted to throw hands. I was like, stop. Just leave everybody alone. Oh my god. She was so mean. And like, we all know somebody like that, right? Uh, yeah. Like, we all know someone who is either very outwardly, um, cruel to people who don't believe the same things that they do, or, um even behind people's backs, you know? Um, well, and that's, it's one of those things where like me, my personal belief is like, I believe in what I believe. And if you believe in something different, that's fine. I'm not going to yeah. try to convince you that my way's right or your way's right or whatever. Like we can all exactly. coexist and have our own beliefs. And as long as you are cool with us having different beliefs, then great. Like that's kind of, um, Exactly, My especially general. when it comes to religion, because it's so yes, like, with with yes, deeply personal. We've talked about this before on this show, yeah. but um, oh yeah, yeah. There's and and so the you know seeing the way, especially that the the sheriff is being treated by <sighs> specific people in the community, um, like one specific person in the community. Um, but mm-hmm. it's it's not just him that she's fucking with. She is really like no. she poisons that guy's dog. That I was mm. right, like she was mm. truly an evil person, um, I who was hiding cried. behind the guise of religion, um, the entire time. That is what I cried with the dog. That was, yeah, that was so sad. Um, I was just angry. I was like, Are you ugh. serious? She sucked. I hated her so much. I mean. The actress played her phenomenally. Phenomenally. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um, and, yeah, and I loved um, the the character of the the um, the priest. 
He was so, like, one of the best characters I've ever seen in anything. Um, just because of how he was portrayed as, like, not... He was an, an imperfect human, you know, mm-hmm. um, who really had good intentions after discovering this, you know, curse that had been put upon him. Um, He had good intentions bringing what he had back to the community. Um, But it got out of hand. Absolutely. And he didn't realize what he was doing really until it really slapped him in the face. And that last, that last episode, um, or the two the two final episodes of this were so intense and so scary. Yeah. An emotional roller coaster. Well ridiculous. And um the sheriff. I absolutely love him and he the sheriff was my favorite character. He was he great really was. and like everything that happened with his son over the course of the entire um series was so heartbreaking. Well, and it was just kind of, but I mean, like, and it's when his son wants to go to the church and he's upset, which I like, you know, can understand where, you know, where he's coming from. He's like, okay, we're like the only, you know, people who practice something different and you, you want to leave because of this miracle and this, that, and the other. And, um, that's one of those scenes in the last episode where they pray together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I bawled. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that entire everything. The very last line spoken in the series is when um, the two kids, basically, who who escape together um, out of the um, town, um, the girl who was previously paralyzed and then yeah. got, you know, got better, could walk again. Um, she's sitting in the boat and she goes, I can't feel my legs. Ugh. Um, which was, which is so weird because like, typically that would be something that would be like, oh no, you know, (laughs) like that sucks. But it it was almost like, oh shit, like that's amazing because she's okay. Right. Because she's not dead, you know? Yeah. This curse has been lifted off of her, um, after all this pandemonium happened and it's just, it's so like, it's really heart wrenching. It's really... The entire thing is just so, like, sad, but in a good way. Um, yeah. It was it was really really fun to watch. So good because you so never really knew good. what was happening next. No, you know, no. It was great. It was a trip. So again, if you have started Midnight Mass and you got through the first episode or struggled, like, keep going. I promise you, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Because the. Like, those last, like, five episodes are so good. Those last two episodes are... Incredible. Ugh. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, no, I mean, it's the complex. It's, it's, it's complex. It's got the family dynamics. It's got, you know, the miracles, quote-unquote, happening. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. the... Um, Riley is supposed to go to, like, mandatory, like, AA meetings because of, you know... The accident and then yeah the the new priest is like well i can just do it here you know and then they're having yeah. their one-on-ones and oh 
And he's, like, really helping him, too. And that's the thing. Like, you don't really know what his intentions are throughout the entire series. You're sitting, like, almost on eggshells. Like, like is he, like, what's his, what's the deal? Like, is he a bad right. guy? Is he pretending to be a good guy? Is he actually a good guy? And we're just, like, really suspicious of him. It was great. Right. Oh, I mean, because that really was, like, the back and forth. I'm like, I like you. I don't like you. I like you. I don't like Do I like you? Exactly. Oh, I do like you. Yeah. No, I don't. No. Um, and I love, yeah, I, I love when a character isn't all good or all bad. Um, especially when it's, like, I, kind of the main character. Um, he ends up kind of being the main character, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just watching him go through everything and uh, deal with what he's done um, and sort of watching him come to a realization that this isn't going to work out, you know, um, yeah. it's really, it's heartbreaking. And also kind of like, well, what did you think was going to happen, man? You know? Right. I. Yeah. 10 out of 10. This is one I will. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, A lot of uh, some people. um, I think I posted on like my Instagram story or something that I had just finished it. And a few people came back to me and said, like, I couldn't I couldn't watch this because the monologuing was so annoying. So, like, if you're annoyed by that sort of thing and you haven't seen it, maybe don't watch it. Um but other sure. than that, it's it's just great. Recommend. You know, definitely. Um, Haunting in Bly Manor. Yes. Um, so this one came out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Also rated MA. Full runtime is 8 hours and 14 minutes. Um, with the logline being, after an au pair's tragic death, Henry hires a young American nanny to care for his orphaned niece and nephew who reside at Bly Manor with the chef Owen, groundskeeper Jamie, and housekeeper Mrs. Gross. Yes. Um, I've, yeah, like I said, I've only seen like the first half of, of Bly Manor and, uh, I, the, it is scary. Um, mm-hmm. there's like a doll aspect to that series that really rubs me the wrong way because that's something that chills. I'm really afraid of. Um, and as a nanny, I um, uh-huh. <laughs> the idea of this happening um, is really terrifying. Like I don't think I would take this job, you know, but um, yeah, our main character has gone through um, a tragic event, and you kind of watch that unfold as uh, the the show goes on. Um, but then you've got her; she's she's stuck as an au pair in this enormous like estate. It's it's mm-hmm. a manor. It's huge, and um, the little kids are so cute. The little girl in it um, does Peppa Pig's voice. Um, no, or she really? did for a time. Yeah, she's got the cutest little voice. Um, Perfectly splendid, and it, it's just. Oh. Ugh. Um, you weren't kidding! Oh my gosh! Yeah. 
And I was like, I knew she sounded familiar. She's so cute. She looks like a little mouse. Um, and yeah, so you've got like, even, even the kids are really um, complicated characters, which you don't really see a whole lot in anything. Um, especially like things of this caliber where you've got like really amazing adult actors. Um, yeah. Kids, I feel like kids, especially kids that small, um, like middle school and under with the exception of like stuff like stranger things and stuff um mm-hmm. having them not just be accessories to what's going on in the plot or accessories to the the people the adults in the room they are their own characters and um i'm excited to finish this because i i want to know more about the kids um because they have their own storylines they have their own like mysteries that need to be solved they um you're like is does this kid have good intentions or not like it's really it's complicated and i love that and the actors that they got for it are just fantastic um those little children can act and yeah so you've got a bunch of people from um hill house henry thomas is in like all three of the series that he did mm-hmm. so far for Netflix. Um, and, uh, yeah, you've got, uh, the guy who played Luke in the haunting of Hill house, whose name Oliver something. He was that guy in Cohen. the invisible man, right? That was him. Oliver Jackson Cohen. Yeah. Um, he's great in it. Everyone's great in it. Like these, see, like, I, I don't have to say that, you know, <laughs> these, these, all three series are just so, you know, they're perfectly cast, even though you have some, like, overflow from the other series that he's done. Um, he's casting his friends, he's casting people that he likes, but they're also very, very talented and very good for the roles that they are in. I am. It's so funny because like it's not like hi Cammy because we're already like it's the same episode. Yeah. Um, Should we tell I... him? Yeah. <laughs> Long and short of it, uh, our episode got cut about halfway through. Uh, yeah. So this is a, a new day, new recording. Yes. It was a little bit of an abrupt stop. So um, and it was yeah, kind of fine. appropriate too because as Cammy and I had said earlier, a few few minutes ago probably from when you're hearing this is that um, neither of us have watched all of bly manor so yeah um it was like it, destiny yeah threw itself upon us <laughs> and was like end it end it here and talk about hill house instead so that's what but we're I, gonna do but i will say after kind of revisiting like talking about bly manor i want to just go and binge it right now like i'm yeah. like reinvested in it Good. but Good. um so yeah so that's so I love that we actually worked backwards. We started with like the newest release and now we're going back to like the OG. Yeah. So here's our little fun facts for Hill House. So Hill House came out in 2018. It's rated TVMA and the full runtime is nine hours and 32 minutes. And it's, it's 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has such a great dynamic. And like we've seen... Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Um, done a few times before. You have the the um 
movie from 1961, right. the original Haunting. Um, you have the remake with Catherine Zeta-Jones, and I think Owen Wilson is in it, too. Um, that one came out in, like, 2003 or something. And then uh, this newer one is, like, a completely different take on the same basic story. It's the same house, but there are different people in it. And so you've got um, all the characters are named after characters from the novel. Right. Um, for the most part, except for Shirley, who is obviously named after Shirley Jackson. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and then also really quick. So the haunting, the, it was actually 63. 63. Okay. Yeah. I was off by a few years. It's okay. But, um, and then the one other, of my then... favorite haunted house movies of all time. Oh yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend watching it. It is terrifying. I literally just covered my mouth. I'm like, I'm talking over you. I literally just covered my mouth. <laughs> um, and then The Haunting, the remake was 1999. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. It was, I get that one confused with um, the House on Haunted Hill remake. Because they right. came out like right around, like within a few years of each other, which I really okay. like. I like the House on Haunted Hill remake. But it's, That one's fun. I mean, but it's, again, it makes sense. It's it's Haunted in Hills. Yeah. The so, Hills yeah, are Haunted. I, the, the, the hills, hills are, are haunted. Dang it. With the sound was, of ghosts and stuff. I was trying to make the same joke and you beat me to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. So no. Great minds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is why we have a show together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Shirley Jackson, incredible writer. You probably read The Lottery in high school. Um, I think everybody has read The Lottery in middle school or high school at some point. Um, did you read The Lottery? No. In high school? Have no. you ever read it? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, it's um, her, like, her most famous short story. I'm not going to tell you what it's about, because if I tell you um, what it's about, that totally spoils it. I'm going um, to go read it as soon as we... Yeah, but it is about up. a lottery, and it's mighty what? disturbing. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend that you go read it. It's um, great. Yeah. Did she write, We've Always Lived in the Castle? That sounds correct. I don't yes, know. I have read that. Yes. No, no, she did. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that, um, I read that and then they did a movie adaptation. Okay. I think, that I also watched. Sweet. You know, I'm really good at this. Um, and then I have one of her, I've got like one of her like, um, compilations. Nope. What is it called? What am I trying to think of? Like a a collection. thing with a bunch of uh, yeah, it's a stories in it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'm like, why is this word not coming to me? Yeah, compilation makes sense though. Like yeah, that should be used for books. Um, yeah, but yeah, so the story itself is really great, and Hill House itself is just like there's really no reason. As to why the house is so evil, it's just an evil house. It just is. And that's, like, part of the terror, is just a bunch of terrible shit happened in this house. And people keep coming back, because they either don't know, or they don't care. Right. And, um, yeah, so just watching this family fall apart, both in the present and in the past, throughout yeah. the series that Mike Flanagan made, is so 
terrifying and so fun to watch. Absolutely. I, um, I remember when this came out and everybody was all over it. Oh yeah. Like everybody was like, yeah, here we go. Um, it's kind of like Netflix has a really, they've got a really good eye for like horror thriller type shows. Cause those always do so well on the platform. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. everyone gets obsessed with them. Like, and I do, I mean, obviously even then in a complimentary way, cause I mean, even if you think of like squid game, you, uh-huh. the haunting, you know, all of the Mike Flanagan stuff on Netflix, obviously stranger things, like they have a really good eye for it. Yeah, absolutely. Which is weird because like Netflix will kind of, green light anything right um but most of the like horror stuff that they have on their platform is really entertaining and really good right um, and i just I'm, or at least then, fun you know right i yeah no i it's out of all the streaming services here's my side tangent um netflix tends to produce because they, they, they produce a lot of their own things yeah so there is a really they, – they do it well, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Because I watched Hubie Halloween on Halloween when that came out. Uh-huh. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, and it's goofy, but I still enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, that movie was a lot of fun. <laughs> I watched it with like, my I mom, li- and I was like – I liked it more than I thought I would. Same. But I was like, sorry, mom, it's an Adam Sandler movie, so there's probably going to be some inappropriate jokes that you're not going to care for. <laughs> sorry, mom. That's funny. Um, but, you know, I have you read the book? A long time ago. Okay. I read I read it in middle school. I think I was in seventh grade because I remember um, I was so into it. Um, and so focused on it that when the bell rang, I like jumped really okay. hard and everybody laughed at me it's one of the oh, here they <laughs> one of the memories i have from reading that book i don't really remember much of it though because i was i read it wow more than 15 years ago now stop isn't that isn't that isn't that that was like half your life ago that's crazy to think about that's more than half that's no I don't, you're 30 that's half i'm but i was 12 when i read it Oh, the way you said, I thought I was, the way you said it, it sounded like you were 15. I apologize. Oh, no, I was, I was, I was in seventh grade. So oh, yeah. I was 12. No, that was, that um, is, that, that, that makes sense. You said 15 and my brain automatically shifted to, I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're in high school. You're a sophomore. Yeah. No. I was a tiny little baby when I read that book and wow. um, I didn't retain much of it going forward. At the library, that's not even in, like, the teens. Like, that's, like, in the adult section. I was one of those kids. I, I get, I mean, I, you I know, get it. <laughs> like, I, I, like, that was, I, I was one of those kids who started reading at, like, a really, really early age. I was, like, yeah. reading by the time I was, like, four. And I, obviously, I wasn't reading, like, fucking, like, Of Mice and Men or whatever. But I was, I sure? was like, reading by myself by the time I was four. And um, so that, I, I sort of made it a facet of my personality when I was in elementary school and uh, up into, you know, middle school because all the grown-ups were very impressed that I was, you know, reading Harry Potter whenever I was seven. And I was, you know, reading Dracula and... <laughs> 
like Frankenstein and The Haunting whenever I was 12 years old. Um, same boat. Yeah. Um, same boat. Yeah. Um, I, when I was, I, I know I've mentioned before, but I do have a stutter that comes up occasionally, but it was okay. really bad when I was in elementary school. So like I had to go to like speech therapy for it, uh-huh. but my parents put me in like a reading class to like try to make reading out loud a little bit less miserable. So it was yeah. kind of like after I did, it was like, a, it was at, it was at a MMS. So like one of the middle schools. Yeah. And, but I remember it was like two weeks long. And then after that, I like really like i just dove into reading after that like all the okay because i yeah. was able to like learn tricks to like make it easier so i would have to i would pr- read out loud to practice speaking yeah and then i was like wow i just love reading which isn't it wild to think that i had a, a, a severe enough speech impediment that i needed to be in speech therapy and now i'm like hey i'm in your ear holes almost every week <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I feel like I feel like a lot of kids who had speech impediments as children, a lot of people grow up to do that sort of thing. Like there are so many people that I know who are so like like articulate and just really good mm-hmm. at talking because like you had to talk as therapy for so long whenever you were a kid, you know. Oh yeah. Um I had a really bad lisp, but that didn't Did like Did you really? I did. Yeah. I um, trained myself to say my S sounds correctly um, wow. in like fifth grade because I was like, I'm not going into middle school with a lisp. I'm not doing it. Aww. So uh, yeah, like any video that you see of me under the age of like 10, um, my little tongue sticks out when I make an S sound. And, I had no uh, idea. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I mean, a lot of kids have that, you know. But it, it really like carried on into, and like elementary school. But yeah, I'd like so nipped it in the bud all by myself. Oh, good <laughs> I was for like, you. I, don't I want this help. anymore. It's over. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. You know, I needed a little extra help. Um, and usually, like my stutter comes out when I'm angry and trying to talk quickly which is always yeah makes me more angry or when yeah. i'm really tired or if i'm really stressed so it's more that makes sense yeah. it's more situational now than um than not and that's you know i've had students where they like kind of like do the the repeating it and then i kind of remind them i'm like i can't help it and you pointing it out is just not nice yeah um, but i would be remiss not to bring up the bent neck lady Oh my god. Whew, that storyline broke my fucking heart. And I it was meant to. Like that mm-hmm. broke everyone's heart, but oh my god. Like I was so these shows make me so emotional. Which while means at the it's same time Exactly, while at the <laughs> same time being so good um that I don't want to just like not watch it, you know? Right. Because I do that sometimes. Like if something feels like too heavy, um, for me, I will completely avoid it. I don't know what that okay. says about me or my psychology, but like, I don't, I, I, a lot of the time I, um, gravitate toward things that are like lighter. Um, I really have to force myself to watch things that I know are going to be like really emotionally heavy. And, um, what's great about these TV shows is that I know that they're going to be heavy and I, it's almost like I don't care because I know it's also going to be spooky. Yeah. <laughs> it's also going to be fun to watch with like all the scares and the monsters and stuff. So it's a nice little like balance. 
that he's found. It's just, yeah. it's beautiful. Well, and that's, um, for me, like, the nice thing is, is like, I guess it's like, if it is getting too much, I can pause it, walk away for a minute and then come back. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. If I'm really at that, like, <gasps> moment. Yeah. I yeah no it's and that episode so episode five is the highest rated episode oh wow um, of okay this season yeah. it's got a 9.4 rating mm-hmm. out of 10 so I mean like that I mean obviously and it's kind of the middle it's there's 10 episodes it's the middle episode yeah and then um Victoria is it Pedretti is that how you say her last Pedretti name? yeah Pedretti, yeah. Um, she, I mean, she's also in You, so I, she's got the two different shows on Netflix, too, but that's her, both of her, I mean, her performance in this is, whoo, she's also in Bly Manor, because um, we had talked about everybody else that had worked, and I was like, we didn't even bring up Victoria, so I wanted to bring her up as well. Yeah, she was so, she's good in all of the stuff that I see her in. I know. Incredible stuff. You know, you watched You, right? No. <gasps> nope. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. I'm sorry. So good. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's at some point you should. I will. Um it's bonkers. Um she doesn't come in till season two, but she is she's in two and three. Oh, okay. Which is impressive. She's only been in eleven projects. Really? And one of them is a Casey Musgraves music video. That's so weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then like three shorts and then a couple of mini TV shows. Wild. Um, Wild. And we've got the Lulu Wilson and Elizabeth oh. Reeser, um duo coming back in in this. I know. They're playing young and old versions of each other, which is, like, perfect because they do look alike. They look like they well, could I mean, be, be related. Well, because that's, like, in Ouija Origin of Evil, like, that's mom and daughter. Like, it makes yeah. sense, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you've got McKenna Grace, who's in, like, everything. I was <laughs> just about to bring her up. I was like, she is in everything and i love it yeah um i she's she's another one who's got a really diverse acting range yeah and she's like 15 right 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 yeah um yeah yeah, she was born in 2006 so yeah so she's 16 i guess Um, right around she's yes she was yeah yeah and like Um, just she's been in so much just wildly different stuff and she can do it all it's crazy i mean she's been she's got 66 credits on imdb yeah she's um great i, I love mean, her she i know and she's also did, did you know she also was a musician as well she's a singer of course she is she's a jill of all you trades she's and her songs are pretty good too good for her but you know sometimes like when when they're like, okay, you can act. You also can sing. All of a sudden, but no, 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 she can. It's, yeah, she's very catchy. Um, I found out on TikTok, as of course, <laughs> of course. Um, and we've got Julian Hilliard as well, who just played uh, one of Wanda's sons on WandaVision. Um, yes, who plays young Luke, and he's just adorable. Um, these kids did such he's an incredible also, job. He's also in the most recent Conjuring movie. 
That's right. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. He's in The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Violet and, McGraw, oh, and previously... who's teeny weeny, um, who plays Nell, is also fantastic. These kids are so interesting to watch. Um, oh, I know. Act. It's hit or miss with kids, you know, in any but movie. I know, but I mean, that's kind of... Again, I'm just going to say Netflix knows what they're doing mm-hmm. for some of these, for these kids anyways, you know? Yeah. I'm like, God, I'm like, okay. we're, And they, they, you, they throw these kids into this like crazy stardom. Yeah. I mean, it they, gets I mean, them they more jobs um, because of how well directed they are, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, their acting chops are great, but. You know, it's hard working with kids, especially that many kids on a set. You know, kids and animals apparently are just very hard to work with. So um, the fact that they were able to, like, do this without going insane, directing so many children is really impressive. Um, So when you were watching this, I'm just going to turn this a little bit. When you were watching this... Did you notice the ghosts in the background or did the internet tell you? Or did you not know that there are ghosts in the background? Pick one. <laughs> um, I didn't notice in the beginning. Okay. And then the internet told me and then I noticed. <laughs> okay. I was on like episode six, five. Okay. Six. It was one of the like mid to late episodes when all of a sudden I'm looking in the background and you know how like you know how sometimes you're looking at something and then your eyes have to shift and all of a sudden you see like a face and you're terrified yep that's what happened to me I'm just minding my own business watching this show with Taylor next to me who is usually the one who will notice these things first way before me um but I'm like Oh my god! Rewind it, rewind it. <laughs> and I'm like, because there, it's like the scene where they're in the kitchen or whatever, and all of it, like yeah. in the like window or like the, yeah, glass behind whoever was sitting at the table. There's just a person standing there, and that's when I started to look for them, and they are everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere on that show. You just have to look in the background, like rewatch it, look at, just what's going on in the background and they're so subtle you don't even notice them but oh my god is that terrifying Ugh, i love it well that's i said i said after doing this I'm like i need to go back and rewatch i just yeah you know so good which is so it just part of me is like that's so bad because like there's so much other media that i like want to take in that i haven't taken in before sure but at the same time, I was like, I I watch this at the height of it. Like, maybe I do need to go back, revisit it with fresh eyes and just kind of, it'll be a different experience. Mm-hmm. I think. Every time. I, like, I feel the same way a lot of the time where, like, I almost feel guilty watching things that I've seen before because I know that there's so much out there. Um, like, I almost have to, like, calm myself down when thinking about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you're the same way, yeah. but I'm like, I have to tell myself like, it's okay to rewatch something. If it really brings you joy, like you're never going to be, right. you're never going to be the person who's watched the most movies or the most TV or the most, you know, who's taken in the most 
whatever. Like, there's always going to be right. someone who's more knowledgeable or just who has more experience in it. And, and that tends to make me like, okay, I can relax, you know? Um, but well, what I think too, it's there's kind a lot of, of FOMO. everybody. Oh, right. <laughs> but at the same time, there's always new things coming out. Like, it's not like there's no more media. Like, you know, it's not like everything's done. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, like it's, you're, you're always going to be missing something. So if yeah. you enjoy it and you want to go back to it, what's, there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. Like this, I told you before we started recording, I was watching the Broken Hearts Gallery. And like, I like a good rom-com, but I like have to be like in the mood for it. Yeah. But I can guarantee this will be one that I'll resort to again. Mm-hmm. Especially with my dating history. Um, <laughs> hey <laughs> But But yeah, so I mean, I this was the first show that netflix did with mike flanagan that really kind of set the precedent for everything else moving forward um and that's the midnight club is the next one of his that's coming out Mm -hmm. for show and that just got um that that's going to be releasing in october first oh so his first episode's going to be october 7th okay so that'll be out in like a month which is wild. Wow. So it does have some of the previous players that, you know, we've seen. Mm-hmm. But, um, and the premise of the show is interesting. Um, so it's the Midnight Club follows a group of five mentally ill patients at the Bright Cliff Hospice who begin to gather together at midnight to share scary stories. Interesting. Okay. Is it going to be like an anthology? I don't know. I I wonder how like how it's yeah, going to be no. set up. And this um so it only has like credits for the first like few episodes. But okay. like Zach, Zach Guilford's back in it. Um Heather Langenkamp is in a couple episodes. Really? That's cool. Mhm. Um yeah, no. So I mean there's a couple of familiar faces um yeah, they're not all listed in here yet. Yet. There's only one one person's got four episodes. Everybody else has got three or less. Oh, okay. So I don't think they're going to release all of the people until, you know, all the episodes are up. Oh, okay. They want to. I feel like they want to keep some surprises, but. Ah, beautiful. So I can't wait to watch it. for spooky season. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Me I'm too. excited, but on that note... Um, this has been Mike Flanagan part two of going through the shows. Yes, it has. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for season finale. Me too. Which is, we're going to be talking about movies of the 2000s. Yes. Fives to 2011s. Yeah. Just a big, (laughs) fun middle school and high school episode. Yeah, just it's the finale. We're going to keep it nice, easy, breezy. So if you're listening to this before that and you want to um, send us a DM, let us know what your favorite is. Definitely. Please. Um, but yeah. So um, on that note, I am Kaylee. You can find me across all social media at your girl Cajun. And Cammy can be found on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. Follow me if you want to see some VHS tapes and stuff. Um, yeah, you can also find us on Instagram, our show at glitterandgore.podcast. 
podcast. Yes. And then I also do want to mention we do have a Patreon. We haven't done anything with it yet. but That's true. That's also because we don't have anybody yet. So if you would like to support us um, other than listening and you want to support us a little bit financially, you can head over to Patreon. It's linked in our description. And that would be awesome because we would love to give you some extra bonus content. Maybe you'll hear all of the bloopers that happen that I have to cut out. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we were just um, on – I did a live video on Instagram last night and we were talking yeah. about how – uh, my sister was on and she was saying how she noticed that me and Jarrett keep going, yeah, um, like all the time lately. Oh, so and Kyle said that if we get a new patron, uh, we will release the yeah cut uh, where it's oh, just so however many of those he can find in our episodes. He's going to cut them all together. And I love um, it. amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, look out for that. You know what I think that noise is? What? I think it's my headphones. Oh, it could when be. When I move, my headphones creak a little bit. Did you hear that? Hold on. Yeah. Did you hear that? Uh-huh. Oh, maybe it's my uh-huh. headphones. We'll see. Maybe oh, if funny. that picks okay, up well, on mic and that's how it sounds, then the problem is solved and I will get new headphones. Yes. And I hope you so can hear will yourself let you know. in my audio, but I digress. Um, oh, no. that's I, I am getting also better about... Um, I was able to line it up really nicely this most recent episode, so that's good. Yes. Beautiful. All right. So be sure to keep it glittery and gory. Bye. Bye.